This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Clayton John, and Christopher Admack. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the Shin of Rens. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. This is episode 335, Pluto Nash. Mm. So, guys, I have an idea. All right. Uh, we've only done two episodes so far this year. Yes. Um, both have both uh, names have recurring themes to them. This last episode was Ishtar. This one's Pluto Nash. I'm sure I don't have to tell you what the theme is, but... Here's how we're going to change it. Depending yeah. on the Red Bull season, they will either improve movie-wise <laughs> or they will crash out dramatically movie-wise, okay? How's oh, it get much worse than that? So we're, we're at box office bomb right now. Um, they could definitely bomb harder. Um, we definitely all know some really even worse movies. But we want to get the parasite by the end of the year, right? That's where we want to be. want to be a parasite, yeah. We want to be a parasite, but we'll see. I still need to see that. We might only get to like um, I, I I don't I don't know what we could get to. Uh, Ninja Maybe Turtles too. Love I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just hope we're not at the room by the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So uh, some news before we get to our season preview stuff. Uh, yeah, we decided to do a season preview a week early. This way, next week we focus just on the game. Right. Uh. Yeah, because that's going to be a great episode. <laughs> uh, so, uh, first, the Red Bulls bring in goalkeeper David Jensen from Dutch side uh, Urecht. I can't say it. Uh, that was on the 29th of January. Then, the next day, the Red Bulls sell Kamar Lawrence to Andalus for $1.5 million. Yay. Yeah. We're going to get through all these, and then we'll talk. Uh, then, the same day, they bring in right back Mandela Igba from uh, two Bundesliga side SV Darmus 98. Championship. <laughs> a few days later, they hire Kevin Thwell from uh, who is it? Uh, Wolves as quote head of sport, who will oversee sporting director uh, Dennis Hamlet and manager Chris Armas. And maybe the most exciting part of all this stuff is that the New Jersey was <laughs> released. Uh, black and red jersey, and it's actually playable right now in FIFA 20, which hey, is not something that's go. happened in the past. It's a sweet jersey. They're doing. Uh, have you seen all the other jerseys? It's like a 25th anniversary throwback thing. Um, and when you have brand new teams, I don't know how throwback you can get when it's your first year. Yeah, but uh, some cool jerseys in there. Some are like, who gives a crap? But the Red Bull jersey, I think, is is mwah, sharp. Yeah, black jersey nice. I refuse to buy it. I wish the three stripes weren't just on the one shoulder, but aside from that, it looks good. 
I think that's all the all the jerseys. It is. It's Adidas. Yeah. It's Adidas's marking, and I don't like that so prevalent. That's the only thing. If it was like the regular three stripes that were just on the shoulder and down the arm, I'm fine. But for some reason, the three stripes just on the one side bother me. Mm. Picky. That's all right though. Yeah, it's your money. Should be picky. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So thoughts on the off season so far before we get to talk about the preseason. <laughs> Is that clear enough? Yeah. Okay. Well, the David Jensen move kind of makes you wonder about Ryan Merrow, right? Yeah. Wasn't he supposed to be the guy? Now maybe this dude is just going to be the backup, but I mean, I thought, you the know, you kinda, backup. yeah, I mean, Robust leaves and you're like, well, it's Ryan Merrow's t- time. I don't know. Is it just not his time still? I don't, I don't understand uh, that move. Taxi, we knew he was going. Um, and this Kevin Thowell move seems to me it's very suspect of a man coming in to look at Hamlin Armas for a little while and then fire them both and then hire someone else midway through the season. Mm. That has that overseas guy that's going to be like, hmm, I don't like it. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ultimately, it's, look, I mean, maybe. Maybe the people think that means anything. I mean, there was an athletic piece about the house now called Love in Hampton by the fans, I should say. Uh, what is that? Am I the only hearing that? No. No, your audio is a little bad. No. Jay, I think your mic got connected again. Sounds like a vacuum cleaner. Yep. That was it. <laughs> I thought someone was running the vacuum. Pre preseason mode, fellas. Preseason mode. Uh, so we're just gonna we're not gonna cut that. Out. We're just gonna keep going. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Who, uh, if the rebels if the rebels can't care about 2020, why should we? Screw editing. There was an interesting athletic piece about Kevin Thule that uh, talked about you know how Wolves fans are actually not sad to see him go, but that. Uh, Wolves fans should be sad to see him go because he he took over when they I believe they were in League One and he brought them all the way back to the Premier League. Uh, I I don't know if it's now or not, but they've been performing actually rather well in the Premier League. The thing that might cause Rebel fans pause is that he built from within. He did not make any big signings, and that is why fans hated him. And we know that is the direction that the organization is taking this team. And look, one day, if they at some point get rid of, um, you know, uh, regional rights and all that good stuff, and the Rebels can recruit from the entire country, that process may work. But right now, as big as the New York metropolitan area is, uh, I just don't see that being a possibility. So. That's certainly disappointing. And ultimately what I come down to when it comes to these moves this season is that the team said, and they made a point of publicly saying that last year would not stand. It was not acceptable, and they would make changes. At best, this team is as good as it was last year. They're, they're, they're really, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe Mandela Egbo will be a diamond in the rough that can replace uh, Mario, uh, I mean, we saw some stuff out of Kyle Duncan. We, we know he's somewhat capable, a young player. He might be all right. But, I mean, come on. I mean, Kamar Lawrence was possibly the best left back in the league. And you're not going to replace that with either one of these guys, I don't think. 
So it's, it's, it is supremely disappointing to see the lack of moves, not that they're shocking at all, um, that they haven't made any moves. And I guess, I don't know, let me look at this. Uh, maybe I'll bring my rant in for something else here. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep at it. Uh, you know, I'm sure many of you other season tickets holders have been getting these uh, surveys in the email, and I've been taking them. And it's just like, it's it's bullshit question. It's it's like, oh, would you buy from our corporate sponsors if you knew they were our corporate sponsors? Uh, what amenities would you like? Would you Did you know that the Blue Point Party deck exists? I'm like, I don't give a fucking shit. You know, all I care about, only reason I go to Red Bull games is see, to see a good product and to root for my team. That is all I give a shit about. Put a good fucking product on the field. You had lightning in a bottle a few years ago with Jesse Marks bringing in an exciting system with, you know, a bunch of pretty good, you know, great players. And uh, it was an exciting brand of soccer, but there was always that hole you could have filled and you never did. And sure enough, the fans stopped showing up. I guarantee, I I damn near guarantee March 1st, there's going to be maybe 10,000 fans in that stadium. Maybe. It's it's going to be shocking. I mean, like if Red Bull, if you're listening to this, and if any of you are listening to this, whoever runs those surveys, who are listening to this, if you did uh, Giselle Bunshin hand job night, I still wouldn't give a shit if the team sucked. All right, I really wouldn't care. And I apologize, I got dirty, but eh, whatever. You know, this is an explicit podcast. I don't want to go anywhere that Tom Brady's been. I'm just saying. Well, she's only touching. I'm not. You know, uh, well, forget about the semantics. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's like I don't care. It, it, put a good product in the field. That's what the fans want. That is what will bring in the casual fans, an exciting product. And right now, you don't have it. I mean, all I'm thinking about is the interview that Chris Armist did last week. Uh, I think it was like on Thursday where he basically said uh, MLS Cup is not the goal. Excellence is. Oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, that was exactly the point because, you know, excellence to this fan base is an MLS Cup victory. So, I mean, <laughs> but that's the that's the mentality around this team right now. It seems to be if we get the MLS Cup, great, but we're just hoping to be better than last year. Well, that doesn't really work when 25 years in you had three supporter shields and had the best chances to win in those three years and did jack shit with it. Like, at some point, you have to put up or shut up. And we regressed pretty hard last year. If they bounce back and and at least say like a three seed and bailed out in the semifinals again, yeah, maybe I'll claim that we had a better year. But you can't go into the season – Telling me you're not ex- that you're not aiming for MLS Cup that you're aiming f- to be a good team. Everybody at minimum is aiming to be a good team. Yep. You you this long into your existence in this league, being one of the original teams, your goal should always be the title. The the fact I mean, what sucks is that like part of the reason to bring New York City FC in was in many ways to motivate the Red Bulls as well. I mean, you you would think that. To motivate them, and to be to be fair, before they showed me, there were there were signing stars, and again with with the move that Chris, uh, I'm sorry, Jesse Marsh and Ali uh, Curtis made to kind of not get the aging veterans. I think that that was absolutely the right move, but you know to not sign anybody, it's it just and especially when the team across 
the river is, uh, like it or not, getting more headlines. How you can stand pat, I have no idea. I think the worst part was when you were trading away uh, team favorites. You were getting money, yep. and then that money just <clears throat> sat there doing nothing. Yep. No explanation of what you're doing. That's, I think, the, the hardest part is that yep. fans all know that there's money here to be used, and they never used it. Mm-hmm. So, I, so that, is, that sucks. <clears throat> sorry, so this is the exact quote from Armis. <clears throat> and I'll tell you this. I'm not thinking of the playoffs. I'm not thinking of MLS Cup. And no one is talking about that. My expectation and the demand around here is excellence. Every day what we do as a staff and players, we're talking about the process. We're talking about 1% better. And then you guys can make expectations and predictions. Like just Sam, I don't know if that's giving up or he's trying to play things down. But either way, it doesn't help for your fan base who is not happy with how things ended last year. It's not the worst quote, but I mean, I think for a fan base like this, it's just – you can't say like, oh, we're not. Th-. No, you you got to be thinking about an MLS Cup. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you right now. I was thinking about it today. I was like, because I, I made a snarky comment on the Red Bulls posting on a supporters group on Facebook about them making the League's Cup, which we'll talk about later. Um, uh-huh. And it, it's and I, I was just like, and I thought about it for a second. I was like, man, when I was a, fa- a fan for the first time in 2010, like a regular fan. I was always aware of the Metro Stars and, you know, passively rooted for them. But when I was a real fan, I was like, man, I saw all this, like, negativity in the fan base, particularly once I went online. I was like, my God, I never want to be one of those people. And now in my 11th season as a fan, I am one of those people. Welcome to the club. <laughs> I mean, so let's talk about the Leafs Cup. <laughs> I was going to say, they just know how to grind you down, don't they? <laughs> So anyway, we yeah, let's talk. At least when I you know started to be a fan, they had a brand new stadium. They signed Tierra Henry. They signed Rafa Marquez, who admittedly was a failure, but you didn't know that was going to be the case right away. They had Juan, Juan Pablo Angel. I mean, it seemed like they were at least trying. Now that just doesn't seem to be the case. Like like we said plenty of times, it's it's perfectly fine to build a majority of your team from your academy, but if you don't bring in somebody from the outside with with good a good background and good experience there's only so far that your team is going to go yeah I, I know Matt Doyle uh, he recently said something about he's interested in seeing what the rebels are going to do with this whole build from within strategy I, I'm far more pessimistic than him uh, ultimately I think if, if it is ever going to work it has to be once territorial rights are gone All right, let's, let's talk about the League's Cup thing real quick. So, I honestly, I saw the thing right before uh, we started recording. and not even see it in the, the, support, the Facebook group. I just saw somebody post on Twitter. The, so, the League's Cup, for those who don't know and most likely don't care, <laughs> is basically a glorified exhibition series between MLS and Liga MX in the middle of summer. Uh, it's the tournament that that Pecky made famous for getting fired because he cursed out the refs and just continued on and on for a good twenty minutes. Oh, that was that. Okay. Yeah. Um. So basically, any the I think it was the four teams out of each conference that didn't make Concacaf Champions League made this league's cup. That's how they did it. And it's like, congratulations, you qualified. We qualified last year. 
we don't have to announce it this year. And who cares about it? Honestly, it's just schedule congestion around a team that doesn't really have discernible depth going into the year. Yeah. Do, do, do we care? I mean, Pat, you every single time it comes up, you don't like the Open Cup. You don't care for it. Nope. This this is that's how I am. I don't care about the League's Cup. It's not a trophy that means anything. No. It's just a way for MLS to get more money from Liga MX because they don't get enough of it during uh, CONCACAF Champions League. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just money grab. That's all it is. It's money it's, grab. It's pretty much what it is. Um, I wish there was a way I could sugarcoat it uh, because I, I, ultimately I do believe an MLS Liga MX uh, partnership isn't a terrible thing. Uh, but it, it's 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 like the Nations League in international soccer. It, it's like just because you say it matters doesn't mean it matters, you know. And that's ultimately like what this is. And, and this and the sucky thing is, I mean, we know the problem. The Ch- Concacaf Champions League, our teams are in preseason form. League MX teams are in uh, regular season form, and so. While that's not the only reason we get trounced every year, it's one of them. And it's almost like this is the makeup tournament. I don't know if we won last year or not. I, I don't. I'm pretty sure we didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, but then they're in preseason form. We're in regular season form. So it's not a true measure, you know. So it's really hard to take it seriously. I'll probably end up still getting suckered into going to the games. I mean, what can I say? So it was last year was four League MX, four MLS teams. In the semifinals, it was three Liga MX and LA Galaxy, and it was nothing but Liga MX in the finals. So, really, it became a way for MLS to make money off of Liga MX teams playing exhibition games in U.S. stadiums. Because all the games took place in the U.S. Yeah, so that's just right there and then there. We don't even have to go to Mexico. Right. Right. It's just for them to like. It's it's just friendly matches for Liga MX. That's all it is. Whoopity yeah. doo. Mm-hmm. Yep. If actually looking at the 2020 League's Cup schedule, already MLS is the home team for every single game in the quote round of 16. Well, it says. Uh, <clears throat> that's why I pulled up the one article. It just says um, all matches between MLS and Liga MX clubs will be played in the home market of the MLS team. Yeah, so it's a it's a dog shit tournament. Yeah, I mean, it would it would it be nice if we we're last team standing at the end? Sure, but uh, ultimately meaningless. I wish I remember like Macbeth, the whole like signifying nothing sonnet. <laughs> All right, so right, let's move on. Red Bulls have so far. Played three preseason matches, three wins, two losses, and a draw. They're one, one, and one versus MLS teams. Honestly, I'm not really going into the results. It's not really worth it. I'm just mentioning just so people have an idea. Preseason results mean jack shit. Just like regular season means jack shit for MLS Cup, aside from making the the (laughs) tournament. All right, so our usual uh, season preview stuff. The first question... Where do the Red Bulls end in the Eastern Conference? Truman, you go first. Where where are the Red Bulls going to end in the Eastern Conference? Well, much like their exciting uh, 
three, two, and one uh, preseason one, one, one versus MLS sides. I think this is going to be that ML very mediocre season. Um, I think we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, correct? Uh, I think we talked about where we thought the team was going to end up. And I see a very strong fifth place team that I'm seeing. I'm really going for it all this time. I think a really (laughs) powerful fifth place. I, if healthy, I think the team has a good chance to score a lot of goals. Uh, if Brian Wright can come into his own, uh, again, being healthy, I think that's going to be good. I don't think the defense is going to be great. Um, that's, we don't know what we're going to get out of our outside backs. Um, I don't know what's going on at the center of the field. I mean, wheels not going to just become some superstar out of nowhere. <laughs> so Royer's another year older, but I mean, I do, I like Brian White a lot. And, if Josh Sims can show us anything that he showed little hints of at the end of last year, I, I think that can get us to a very mediocre, low-seeded playoff appearance. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the, uh, similar. I'm going to say seventh. I'm going to say that last playoff spot, they're going to sneak in. Um, you know, I, Again, I don't think they're better than they were last year. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe having Josh Sims for the full season will be a difference, but I think we kind of thought that with Rizzo last year, and eh, it didn't really come off like we wanted it to. Um, now I'm with you. The outside backs worry me. I mean, I'm less worried about Kyle Duncan than I think most fans are, but whether he plays left or right, I mean, who the hell is going to play the other side? Uh, is it going to be this guy, Egbo? Mm, let's hope so, but, you know, I don't really have much faith. Uh, so... I mean, we're signing guys from Bundesliga too. When other guys are signing, <laughs> when other teams are signing players from uh, Division One teams in Europe, so uh, yeah. So I'm gonna say seventh place, uh, sneaking this into the playoffs. Uh, yeah, because this team is, at least on paper right now, not at all better than last year. I'm going eighth seed. I don't think we even make the playoffs. I think what's gonna happen is basically. A bigger version of what happens in the playoffs, where we look like we can make it, and then it just a dagger at the last minute. We'll be like that number seven seed, and somehow like two or three weeks before the season, just nosedive, and that's going to be it. Uh, honestly, I'd be surprised if we finish better than, than Inter Miami, because I feel like David Beckham and his group team have actually done the work to put in a a real team on the field. So making moves. I mean, legitimately, I think almost every team in the Eastern Conference has done at least one or two moves that the Red Bulls should have been doing all along. You mean you mean like Cincinnati firing their coach? <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, if that's what it takes to win, right? That's that's the, that's that's what it should be. If your coach is not the one you want, you get somebody else. But I mean, that's. Uh, it just feels like every other team in the league is getting better and we're staying stagnant. And last last year we finished, I think it was sixth. It wouldn't surprise me if we dropped out of the playoffs this year. And if and if Armas and Hamlet are not going to be fired during the year, that's the only way this shit's going to get changed is if we just miss completely. Well, at least we can hire a Thierry Henry, right, if they fire him? Uh, maybe. Depends on how Montreal does. Oh, they fucking hired him! Damn it! 
I knew that. It was a setup. <laughs> All right. Next is where do the Red Bulls end in the shield race? Obviously, I think we're saying that none of them <laughs> doesn't end at all. <laughs> but so let's put it this let's put it this way. With twenty six teams in MLS this year, where do they finish? In at least in the top half or the bottom? Bottom. I, I think the West is like better than the East this year. So even if they grab, say, the seventh or even as Truman said, fifth seed. In the East, I, I still think there's a good chance they finish in the bottom half. I guess I'll say 12th. I don't know. I'm definitely saying bottom half. I mean, if I'm saying that they're not even the top 50% of the East, they're definitely not top 50% of the league. All right. Uh, so this is for you two, since I don't think they're making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. How far do the Red Bulls go in the playoffs? Uh, well, they're going to score two early goals in their first game, give up the next three and lose. <laughs> yeah, I say one and done. I just yeah. hope it's on a road trip that no one has to go on this time. That's all. Yeah. I'm facing like Uzbekistan because New York City UFC's stadium's not available that day. Let's or, I mean, see. else can they go at this point, right? <laughs> Let's see. The farthest away trip would be Orlando, I think. Well, then at least the fans who do go. No, no Miami would be the the furthest. Oh, right. right. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Okay, then let's let's pick like Montreal or something where it's really harsh weather. Well, then I can at least say the city's amazing. You know, go enjoy yourself. Yeah. All right, and then the last thing which we do is. What are the question marks heading into the year? <laughs> <laughs> Goaltending, outside backs, forwards. Uh, when is the Kaku statue getting finished? Defensive midfield. Um, coaching. Front office. Front trainer. office problems. Uh, will fans like safe standing or not? Um, what empanadas will they have this year? Um, can I get a number and name them on the back of my black jersey that I'm going to order? Are you just going to fully give up and demolish the whole upper deck? Right, <laughs> it's going to be a one level building. Are you, are you actually going to start demolishing the upper deck? <laughs> is, I, uh, as far as is, I, as far as you know, nothing's been touched up there. Is the Why landfill fire is the landfill, <laughs> <laughs> the landfill still going to smell like ass? Uh, uh, it's <laughs> uh, Force Lucha is going to be cool. Is uh, uh, that's not that's not a question mark. Yeah. Are we going to hire Lothar Mouthhouse as coach midseason? Will Will uh, Force Lucha this year be a, a stop for AEW? Is Armist at some point going to pull off his mask and reveal he's been Rafa Marquez the whole time? <laughs> uh, what famous player's brother will we bring into the fold for two weeks? A lot, a lot of question marks. whole lot. What, what next top video game streamer is going to be a Rebel oh. spokesman? Ninja... <laughs> Is our big DP signing going to have a peg leg and eye patch? 
Are we going to have a DP signing? <laughs> Where's all that money? Uh, at what point are you going to put an actual baby on the field since you want to go use? <laughs> all right. Let's move on to um, <clears throat> move on to the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. So we talked about the league's cups. So we're going to skip that for now. Uh, New York City FC it will be hosting their first round CCL matchup at Red Bull Arena. <laughs> <laughs> They have now played in games that matter out of their own home stadium. How many times now? This is at least number two. Uh, oh, but oh, you're talking. Okay, you're talking. They games played that matter. at City Field. They played in Hartford. They played in Jersey, and I know they played Open Cup game elsewhere. Correct at like a college, I think. They played at St. John's. I, got, I could have sworn they played – I'm pretty sure they played a game, um, an Open Cup – whatever, Open Cup games. I mean, I'll just – I mean, we could forget about them. But really the funniest part is St. that – St. John's. They hosted Open Cup at St. John's last year. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, as Pat uh, laughed about, uh, the best part is now this will be two games that, that matter in some form or another that they are playing out of the city – they so love to talk about and out of the state. city's team. And not as a city, the state. Well, no, no. I mean, if I, I'm not, let's let's not include the game at City Field for now. Uh, no, because I'm, I'm saying there's two games outside of the state because there's yeah. the one in Hartford, one in New Jersey. Right, but I mean, I mean, technically we play in the metropolitan area, so I'm I'm just you know they would never play you know. Yeah, well, but you're such right. a big thing about yeah. them. They represent yeah. New York City. They're New York mm-hmm. City. That's why they exist because they're only going to play in New York City. Now they're playing in two places, and oh, that's and it was, the place even know how to get to, which is uh, Harrison. And it was very it convenient was very that convenient. they the next day they said, "Oh, we're having serious inquiries into new stadium locations." Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, some press release was, "Oh, we're really close on something." You, no, you're not fucking close to anything. Yeah, because no, you know, the people, people of Bronx are not going to let you do jack shit. Right. All right. Uh, in news of teams that are actually making moves, LA Galaxy signed Chicharito this offseason. Maybe uh, a couple years too late, but I mean, good for them, right? Yeah. I mean, it may be a couple years too late, but look what Henri did a couple years too late. No, <laughs> it's a different league, but at the same time, I still think Chicharito has probably got the skills to make an impact here. And, uh, and they do have, and they have Zlatan back, so it's not like. He's the only guy carrying the load. If they did resign Zlatan? Yeah, at least I saw that on SP Nation. Yeah, cool. So it's oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I misread this. He was not returning. Yeah, yeah. I, I I saw it earlier today, and I thought I said... I missed the word not when I read it. Yeah, didn't he go back to, like, Italy, actually? Something like that. Yeah. Good for him. Good for the Galaxy. I mean, that's probably the only team Chicharito is going to go play for. Yeah. As a Southern California team, makes sense. Um, but 
you know, it's just again, it's it's showing a team that's willing to go out and, and get a quality player. Yeah. And, um, here we are still. Josh Sims. Spe- speaking of Southern California teams, forgot to put this in there, but former Red Bull Bradley Ray Phillips is now officially with LAFC. It'd be nice if he made an impact, but I mean, I mean, he's obviously coming off as a sub, but still. Yeah, it's it'd be nice to see him get a few goals. Um, but yeah, I don't see a major impact, unfortunately. You know, we we, we saw the wheels had kind of come off last year. Yeah. I, I never know with the full off season and yeah, hopefully he, he's been training with the team for a while, so it's not like he's new. Yeah, hopefully it'd be nice to see him regain some of his form. Hopefully not against us, but that's a different matter. <laughs> that's only what it'd be one game, so that's fine. Yeah, true. All right, um, and the the last thing I got to add here, I'm not sure who put it in. Uh, Sky blue. Okay, Truman, you can go ahead and read it off. Yeah, I added it. Um, so, of course, as everyone knows, Sky Blue is now playing their home games at Red Bull Arena, which is awesome. But it was just recently announced that they will now be sharing the training facility with the Red Bulls. Oh, nice. Uh, which is great because now they're getting a quality stadium to play at, play their actual games, and they're getting another world-class uh, training facility to practice. Um, I mean, Pat and I have been there a few times. It's a great place to be. It's what a great move for the team. I love the synergy now between Sky Blue and the Red Bulls, which is, should have happened a few years ago. A long time ago, yeah. You know, um, huge, huge move. I, I just think it's massive for both clubs because um, you can definitely now cross promote. Yeah. So, pretty awesome. And what did Sky Blue do as soon as they announced their uh, move to the Red Bulls? Oh, yeah, that's right. They went out and signed to say a uh, name in Mallory Shoe. <laughs> oh, someone knows how to sign names. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's it for W. Grant. Unless you guys have anything else you want to add? No. Got nothing. Okay. So that now brings us, I don't know if we can actually do this, uh, but to Pat's betting corner. So uh, the only bet I can really say is that I made it this past week and I put $5 on the New York Rebels to win the MLS Cup. And uh, the odds are pretty damn good if they actually pull it off. Because you know why they might pull it off? Because what happens every year we go into a year thinking they're going to be absolute dog shit? They actually turn out and surprise us and do pretty well. So on the off chance that this is another one of those years, uh, that $5 on MLS Cup Rebels winning... Well, uh, net you a couple, a hefty couple hundred bucks, or like a hundred something bucks. So, uh, there you go. There's my bet. Big, this week. big money right there. Know it. All right. And of course, next week we'll be back with Pat's regular betting corner once MLS games are underway. Yeah, finally. Yeah. Also, bet on the New York Guardians this week. <laughs> you know, I was thinking how. After the first week, I'm like, man, imagine if the Guardians won a title before the Red Bulls, <laughs> and then the second week happened. Yeah. Not that I watched the whole game for the second week. The wheels have fallen off the New York Guardians <laughs> now. Yeah. First loss of the year. Yeah. I haven't watched – I've watched XFL here and there. I'd like to watch a full game, but I haven't been able to really get a chance to sit down and watch it. I, I will – since we got to XFL, I will say I think some of the things they're doing is better. 
Mm-hmm. The uh, 25 second always play clock I think is nice. The kickoff is weird, but I think it does promote better player safety and at the same time getting you a possibility of a good big return. Mm-hmm. I just wish the uh, uh, what was it, the thing the two minute rule don't mm-hmm. don't I, I don't like the fact that you dropped that they basically stopped the clock under two minutes every single play. Mm-hmm. One of their big things was quicker games, and they're not that much quicker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ultimately, for a league like this to succeed, I think they got to start getting kids out of high school. I, th- I forget if we talked about this last show. Uh, no, we talked about it, we talked about it in the our chat, but not on the show. Okay. Yeah. Ultimately, I think they, you know, they they need to find these kids who, you know, would rather make three hundred. Like the quarterbacks make the money, so. Quarterbacks would rather make three hundred thousand dollars and go to college. I mean that that that's I think what they got to find, and that's what your your only hope I think for a league like this to succeed long term. Yeah, find that like kid from uh, that would have been in like the NCAA was it the football championships subdivision? Mm-hmm. Who who was probably borderline on being a backup at a a bowl team? Yeah. You get that kid, just put him in there. Cool. Yeah. That that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last thing on the agenda is Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. Hey, I found one, and I'm gonna keep it in the family. Now, Jay, this is not the game you're watching, so don't worry. You don't have to mute me. Uh, but let's talk about today's Europa League game. Between Frankfurt and Salzburg, where Salzburg got hammered four to one on the road, yeah. uh, not a good showing, and um, definitely going to take a whole lot of effort to get through that next round. But um, at least they were on the road, so yeah, the way goals I mean, aren't that bad. You still got to win three nothing, right? Which is, yeah. I mean, you're going home, but still, it's, it's a tough mountain to climb. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pretend I know anything about Frankfurt and say a really quality Frankfurt side. I think that's where Zach Steffen is the keeper. I could be wrong, but I think it is. Well, not in this game, he wasn't. All right. Uh, oh, by the way, NYCFC uh, is working on blowing uh, their away uh, CCL game. They just gave up a third goal. They are still winning 4-3. But uh, they just gave up. A th- they were at one point up, I believe, four one. So uh, Zach Steffen is not a Frankfurt, but Kevin Trapp is. I feel like he's 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 American. Uh, no, he's German. Sorry, just the, yeah. the it was Trapp. I just figured. He's like Will Trapp's brother. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking maybe it could have been. Oh, Zach right. Steffen's Freiburg, I think the other F team. Yeah, yeah maybe. All right, so uh, anything else for this week? No, because next week it gets sadly, sadly real, everyone. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, uh, the fan prediction contest that ended halfway through last year, it will be coming back. I'm actually going to take the time this week and try to get everything set up for the whole year so I don't have to worry about week to week. We'll see. So keep, keep an eye out on that. I'll be posting it hopefully sometime uh either Friday or Saturday this week. 
All right. So is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Yeah. I'm going to start shilling for companies that aren't giving us money. So <laughs> to help to help me get through this uh, podcast and maybe for the rest of the season, I'm going to start drinking like I did the first two seasons. And tonight is Two Ton Brewing Company, a brewing company in Kenilworth, New Jersey, a local craft beer uh, brewery. They make delicious stuff. If you live in the area, check them out. They're good stuff. Tell them Red Bull Rant sent you. They'll stare at you blankly and blink a couple times. But try beer. It's still delicious. I feel like we need to add a new segment now that's Beer of the Week. That's either be a local brewery or one for whoever we're playing. I'm down. (laughs) And I'll just say I miss Wawa. Mm. Maybe maybe we'll ship you up some iced tea. Oh, my God. For love of God, please, someone. (laughs) Someone. There's nothing here. I'm excited they're they're putting a Wawa in, in the town right next to mine. Oh, you're you're blessed. Yes. Uh, my my new house has one five minutes away. Ah, beautiful. All right, so let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Rant. One buck a month is all you need to get exclusive content, such as our monthly wrap-up and a live post-game stuff we do. Uh, you can email us redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant on Twitter at redbullrant for the show at drstooch for myself at pmacda2 for Pat at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. The last words before we get out of here. Oh, God. I'm just braced for next week. Just, just, just braced to be sad. Uh, please just be warm and not cold. <laughs> All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode 335 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, go Red Bulls. Bye bye. Later. Later.